Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is Stephanie Stephanie Megan. You're listening listening to Broke Girl Therapy. therapy. (laughs) Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke girl, girl, therapy. Testing, testing, testing. Yeah. Okay. I see fields of green, red roses too. <laughs> that dude, uh, he. I think he was playing a trick on everybody. I don't think that man's voice was actually like that. Hurts yeah, the, we got so many legs. questions, and I feel bad because I haven't been able to like the episodes I've been recording on this trip mm-hmm. this month mm-hmm. have been like not reading emails, which is great. The conversational there's like a lot needed to be said, but I'm like, I want to. I, I want to do Q&A. Are you done with your phone? Are we already recording? Yeah, I'll just get there. Oh, shit. I ain't know. <laughs> it's late. It's already nine, and we got two episodes to go. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, done, I'm done with my phone. Okay. Hi, guys. It's me, <laughs> Stephanie Bacon, your host of Broco Therapy. And guess what? We got motherfucking Quavis in the motherfucking building, bitch. I actually live here. so Yeah, you do. So Steph is technically in the building. So how is it like <laughs> living in my room? That was my room before. Good vibes. <laughs> all, all good vibes. Like, you guys, honestly, in this apartment, I, I just love this apartment. This, like, it one, it's very spacious for an L.A. apartment. And two, all of my friends have lived here. First, it was Nina and Kelsey. They mm-hmm. lived here for, like, five years. Mm-hmm. Nina moved out. I moved in. I lived with Kelsey. And then Kels. Shout out to Kels. Yeah, shout out to Kels. And then Kels and moved out. And then Vincent moved in. And then Jess moved in. And then I left. And then now you moved in. And that's pretty much where it's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where the story ends. No, like literally, we've all been saying <laughs> we're like. marry Jess off, and I'm <laughs> never going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, that's your goal. And you're like, we're going to marry Jess off to a rich African man. <laughs> and you're like, and then I'm just going to take over the apartment. Because this apartment is great. It's like rent controlled. It's it ain't going to be rent controlled when I sublease it. Let me stop. <laughs> Jeez. Just run a business. So. Airbnb this joint. Right? You, we, want, you want the couch or the futon? <laughs> my couch? Do you mean? I, I left my couch here. Um, oh, you'll get a cut. You'll get a cut. Okay. <laughs> I left my couch here because I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to live with Brian Oakland. But I'm going to need a place to stay and kick it. When I come to LA, so if I leave my couch, because couches are expensive, to go get a new couch. Yeah, couches are expensive. So expensive. So I'm like, if I leave my couch, rugs too. Huh? Rugs too. And rugs. Fuck. You know what else is really fucking expensive and it doesn't need to be? Curtains. 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 Fine fabrics, man. They're so expensive because it like. We might all be in the wrong industry. Right. That's insane. Like textiles. Text like curtains are expensive, and it's just mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Because for me, at least, like, I want the nice things, <laughs> like, I don't want it to look, you know. But, like, for instance, I've been wanting to change these damn curtains, but I'm like, damn, but the curtains I want mm-hmm. are expensive, anyways. And that's about how broken. I'm high, y'all. Sorry, yeah, as per usual, you're high, mm-hmm. but anyway, 
that's why I just stay here in this apartment. And that's why I still record <coughs> here, too. Yeah, she, just so you guys know, she she absolutely would have been welcome here even had she not left the couch. Uh, I, I, don't want them, I don't want them to think our friendship just is like transactional couch. and shit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know, but I just... I guess. Me. What else you leaving? We'll, right. see st- we'll see if you can stay. <laughs> we'll, we'll I know, see. but like, I guess it was just my way of feeling good to be like, okay, if I leave this for you guys, I could... And also for me, like, I could crash on my couch. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. it's fine. It works out. Um. Anyways, let's get into some emails, Quavis. Quay and A. Quay and A. I want to answer your shit. Yeah. <laughs> And we got a bunch, so let's let's really try to like give some good advice, read as much as we can. And reading's yeah. fundamental. I can get with reading. Yeah. <laughs> first literally first excuse excuse I was about to say excuse you, but I was saying excuse me for you. But then as I started saying it, I was like, hey, that's not a thing you do. Uh so bless you. <laughs> cool. Bless bless you so much. Minds right now. No, I walked y'all through the mind of a of a maniac. <laughs> Just you know. like that. That type of computation happens like that. Right. It happens like that for me. So I just had yeah. to take y'all through how I got to where I was about to be. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, reading is fundamental, and I was about to say, uh, literally the first thing I unpacked was my fucking books. Like, oh yeah, I came here and I the first thing you put have that a bookcase. Book yeah, first thing I did was open up that bookcase. And <laughs> Love my books. I love that. I got books from the 30s over there. I love I know I came and I love that new bookshelf with mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. reading. <laughs> I'm not a nonfiction reader. I'm mostly a craft reader, like reading about stuff that I do really? professionally. So a lot yeah. of acting, a lot of writing, a lot of movie theory, film theory, stage theory, stage management, all that stuff over there. That's but cute. Some of that shit is uh is ancient. Yeah. Now reading's let's fundamental. Read emails. <laughs> So now we're going to read fundamental emails. Okay. <laughs> with people who are fundamentally poorly adjusted, like myself. Let's get into it, guys. Let's get into it. Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all the stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions. And she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. 
And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> so if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This one says, loving whole life. Mm. Yeah. Okay. One of those black novels with the bad art on the front. <laughs> this does one sound those, like a novel. One of those horrible black novels. <laughs> okay. I've been wanting to write you for so long, but never thought I had anything interesting to say. I started listening to you, Steph. By the way, she said Steph with two Fs, so she a she bomb. She's a real one. She's up. I started listening to you, Steph, in early 2020. I was at a point in my life where I came to terms with my sexuality and felt so at home with your podcast. I love that. Thank you. At the time, I was in a seven-year relationship with a man I thought I was going to marry. Seven years. That's a long time. I also knew I was bisexual and never really explored that side of me. Man, My man knew I was bi and was extremely insecure that I was going to leave him for a woman. Even though I I never gave him any reason to think I would leave him like that. Fast forward to April 2021. I had to end it with my long-term boyfriend as I realized I wasn't truly happy in that relationship. Mm. I was staying because I was so comfortable. That was so fucking hard, man. I've never had confidence my whole life, and I would... It's okay. <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No judgment. It's judgment-free zone, right? No judgment. We know you can read, man. We know. We know, Steph. We, we know. We know you can read, dog. You know you can Why read. can't I read this word? What is wrong with me? I'm scared to say I it. I got you. I'm scared. What? To say what it says? I lost it. I never had it, and I would, I would attribute that to my to being a thick queen attribute, right? Uh, a tribute. A tribute. Uh, yeah, either one. Either one. <laughs> it, same word. You said the word right. You said the word right. <laughs> it's like niche and niche. It's just where you use it. I need to go back to school. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's a tribute. I said fucking attribute. Okay. Like I said, niche or niche. They're both the same word. Just <laughs> okay. where you use it. That was funny, though. <laughs> I attribute that to being a thick queen. I felt so lost as I started dating him when I was 17 years old. Hmm. Wow. So, so 17 plus 7. What, 24? Yeah. In yeah. May of 2021, I started going to therapy. Started loving myself, including my curves. And damn, I'm a yeah. new girl. Let me tell you that. LOL. I loved your episode with Double Teamed, and now I'm obsessed with her, obsessed with their pod as well. Woo! Shout out to Gammy and Nikki. Shout out to twins. 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 <laughs> I've started to explore my kinky side thanks to that episode, and I've gone on a few dates with Doms. Sorry, maybe we should have done this email with twins, <laughs> but you're here. One Dom was long distant, and they would spoil me and set me toys and lingerie. The other had me suck. His dick in an elevator, which was mad exhilarating to me. Though they never worked out long term, I am now a unicorn for a couple and absolutely love it. <gasps> They're a unicorn. Um, we'll a get unicorn? into that. Yeah. Yeah, let's finish. Okay. I'll Google that while you finish reading. 
should have done this with the twins. Um, I never really got a hoe phase, and I am loving being an ethical hoe at the moment. Ethical. Anywho, ethical. Anyway, just want to say I appreciate your pod. Appreciate you. Your pod gave me confidence, and I'm so glad I found it. Also, you and your boyfriend are mad cute. I want to find my Chris Bebe one day. Aw. LOL. I'm just having too much fun being a hoe at the moment and loving single life. Love so-and-so. P.S. I love all your co-hosts, but Quay is my fave. That's why I chose you, because I saw your name. Shout out to you, wherever you are. So they are a Pisces, and they live in Reno. Unicorn polyamory. Unicorn polyamory commonly refers to an arrangement between a heterosexual couple of one man and one woman and a bisexual woman. Though they could also be a bisexual man or a non-binary person. Okay, but it, the fact that she's a unicorn is she's like the in the the bisexual. I'm just trying to figure out the the word play here. There's always word play, right? I'm trying to figure out the the word the word play. Maybe because they have unicorn. the unicorn, they have the the corn the the <laughs> we sound. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm Should trying I call the out, twins? I'm trying to figure out why the word unicorn was used. I guess it doesn't matter. It's the same like why the word lesbian is right. the word lesbian and what it means, but. But they specifically chose unicorn. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the wordplay is. It's unicorn like a bar. doesn't mean it's like a complex Jay Z bar. I can't figure it out. Right, because unicorn is a non-existing animal that's a fantasy. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm not it's reading. Ev- it's this like is just every this man's is, fantasy. Right, like it's like a, a fantasy, and maybe because and they, you know, maybe because she's thick, big old horse ass. <laughs> she said she was thick, right? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's because she's thick. I think also Could because be she's that? bisexual. Unicorn. Because they mentioned in that description. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it literally, it literally, the first La- reference is to a bisexual woman. So, right. And so maybe because. As opposed to a straight woman, which is just a thruple, a regular thruple. Right. We s- are hmm. not kinky enough <laughs> for this. <laughs> hey, man. We learning. And if you guys are a unicorn and you're listening and judging and making fun of us. Get in the comments. Yeah, let us Explain know. more. Someone who's a unicorn or maybe just knows what a unicorn is, please comment below and tell us and let us know because we're like. I just want to know the word play. I just want to know why the word unicorn was chosen. But yeah, tell us more about your life. Yeah. But anyways, I love this. I love that she's like embracing her thickness. This is something I'm still kind of working on. That thickness need to be embraced. <laughs> yes. And like for me, I think that's what kind of held me back from like hooking up with girls is because I'm like. What like I feel like I know men love thickness, but do women like thickness? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you. Every look, man, God like, put thick, like beautiful it? women here for you and for me to enjoy, like Grand Art or you know the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I guess yeah, for real. God took His time on women, dog. Is yeah. is here to not necessarily strictly to be viewed, but but there's just like these beauty standards, right? That us women, that we're hard on on ourselves for it. So it's different when it's like like okay, so when it's a like woman on woman, and there's we're already hard on ourselves for these beauty standards. Like, are they going to be hard on us because we don't meet like the the you know the cliche beauty standards? Like, I'm gonna say it's always kind of different because it's like because being like being mm-hmm. thick is 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 not for everyone it's it's a type it's a type of person like not everyone's gonna be interested in me like they may think i'm pretty whatever but like oh she's thick i'm not into that usually white men Mm -hmm. (laughs) but so i'm 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 a type Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm a specific type so i just don't know like what like as you know attracting other women what type of woman that looks like to be interested in the type that's like me i'm assuming from or i could be overthinking i'm assuming <laughs> from conversations with uh women of really any any side of the game here um straight bisexual gay um <laughs> from conversations with women you know the physical plays its part in it but is that only goes so far? It only carries so far, right? Pretty much with every woman, right? Right. So, I think you know if you was unicorning it out here, um, yeah, I don't, I think you'd be fine, man. It'd be about because especially if you're welcoming someone else like into a 
couple, as a third right. party. I'm not necessarily for like, I mean, I'm down for threesome, but I'm just saying in general, like playing with other women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say to the thick girls out there wondering if they should try it or are curious about it, um, most women I've had conversation with, and she just confirmed too, that the physical is only going to play so much in it. It's really yeah. going to be about yeah, energy, especially especially if it's strictly sexual. If it's strictly sexual. I just come off as straight as fuck. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Maybe I need to switch it up. <laughs> Maybe you have to change the concept. Depends on your goals, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I need to really say it out loud more. But then I get like, I don't know. I, I'm still navigating through it. I've been navigating through it. I think now I've been kind of more in like thinking about it more than usual. Like before it was something that I brought it up like years ago, like 2017 on the show before. Like it's something that I've been curious about, but I think I've just kind of put it on the back burner because I was more so just looking for love specifically with a man. And like now I got a man and I love it. But I'm also like, I haven't licked a vagina yet. I haven't sucked some titties yet. Both of which are awesome and I love And I love my boyfriend. Don't get me wrong. I want to be with him forever. But I'm like, wait, there's still some sexual fantasies and parts of me that I want to explore that I haven't yet. Unicorn. Exactly. Like, whatever that is. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. But I'm just, I'm saying it out loud and trying to just, you guys are kind of on this journey with me and figuring that out. If I ever get to the point, if I don't, I don't know. It's something... I'm thinking about all the time, but yeah, I mean, shout out to this person. Thank you for supporting me since 2020 and you didn't leave. You didn't unsubscribe or maybe you did, but you came back at least like you're still here. You emailed. So burps to you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, yeah. All right. Next one. Let's get you a long one. That's what. Wait, I had to stop myself because is that what she said? Is, <laughs> does that mean mine's being replaced? <laughs> like, because if I say if is that if I say that's what she said, <laughs> in that scenario, is my Johnson now being replaced? Let's get you a long one. It's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> so I guess you could reverse it and say, that's what I said to her. Well, yeah, that's what I told her. Let's get you a long one. Oh, I mean, this kind. Of, this is not oh, a long no. one, but this kind of goes into like ties into the theme of what we just talked about. Oh, cool. But I'm gonna let you read this, even though she's short. Is this the self awareness uh, episode, or I don't know. I don't. I we're just here, <laughs> just revolving around, revolving around this rock. But I saw space. the title and I felt like, okay, we're actually just talking about this. So meanwhile, we're on the topic. Let's let's do it. Say it, read it. I'm going to do that. Feeling too fat to date is the subject. And with two twos, that's why I said it like that. Hey, Broke Girl Therapy. I am literally obsessed with this podcast. You'd think I would listen to music to work out. Nope. I listen to the pod. Anyways, I was wondering if I could give advice on mixed weight relationships. If you could give advice. If you, excuse me, if you could give advice on mixed weight relationships. See, I'm the reader now. (laughs) Who's the big reader now? Who's the big reader now? (laughs) Dating, my how the turntables. Dating while being thicker, me and my thick friends are terrified to go meet guys in person because we are scared of what they are going to think, even though they definitely know we are fat. I have massive body dysmorphia. Like, to some people, I am huge, and to others, I am tiny. I don't know. I'm 5'4 and 180, 180 pounds, if that helps for perspective. And all of my Literally, you're my body type. So what? If it helps for perspective, (laughs) and all of my friends range from 160 to 250. We are just nervous about dating because we have this thought in our heads that why would he choose me over the perfect skinny girl? Skinny girls don't be perfect. It's stupid. We know, but it is stopping us from dating. We are also juniors in college and have dated in the past while we were comfortable in our bodies. Weight gain from life, quarantine, and being and being in college, I guess. But love your podcast and would love some advice. Side note, my friend wanted to add that she that while she was having sex in missionary, her stomach rolls were so large that she literally never had sex again. <gasps> and she is terrified. Stop. Especially especially because this was at one ninety and she is now two hundred and thirty two hundred and thirty pounds. Uh, we are just, ugh, 
We are just balls of insecure hoes, I guess. Also, don't get it twisted. We know we cute. <laughs> we are just being insecure and dumb. Anyway, love you all and hope this message finds you well. Aw. She's a Scorpio and lives in New York. Shout hey. out to you. New York City. <laughs> New York City. Shout New out to York you. City. Thank you. Like, I, look, I, I feel like based off of the measurements you sent here, we're probably around the same size. And I I know what it feels to feel like, wait, I'm, I feel like I'm too fat, but I also sometimes feel like I'm not fat enough or not, not thick enough or whatever. Like, it's kind of this weird in between where it's like we're obviously not skinny, but we're cons- it's like a mid we're mid size, and like, yo, there's nothing wrong with that. And like, again, this is something I'm still battling with, and I like don't know how much great advice I can get, but I could just relate, and hopefully, maybe we could help each other out in that sense. But it's just like co- <laughs> most cliche shit, right? Confidence is just the fucking key, and. It's a cliche because it's a classic. It's a cliche, but it's a classic. And also, like, <clears throat> going back to what I said earlier, the fucking beauty standards, man. Like, like you're, you guys are literally the average woman. You are beautiful. More women on earth look like you than anything. Yeah. Right. You are beautiful. You're normal. You're not, like, we're not supposed to just be, like, flat stomach like slim like if you have that body great good for you but like that's not everyone you have a normal body you're gonna like be in certain positions and have your roles be sticking out but guess what they like that shit i like rolls on my dinner <laughs> shit exactly. yeah your homegirls is 160 180 they actually too small i was gonna tell them <laughs> step, step they thicky thick up <laughs> I was gonna tell them step they thick up. I know your they, motto. They too small. I look. I made. I made a quay a candle, and I like put like a a custom like quote for him on the candle, mm-hmm. and it's something that he says all the time. You ain't too something. You can't do something. Exactly. <laughs> so you ain't good enough. You actually. You ain't. If you're worried about enough. being too big, you actually ain't big enough. <laughs> no, but no, I'm just I, saying I, that to say. It's a brother out there that'll flip you, smack you, rub you, rub it down, flip it, smack it, rub it down again. Look, like, uh, don't the worry. Rea- the reality is, though, like going back to what I said earlier, like I have to be a specific type. All of us, like I'm gonna correct myself. All of us are a specific type. You're a type. I'm a type. Like, and you're gonna have your own type. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, and that's okay. We have a preference, and like. Don't ever make someone make you feel like you're not good enough because you're not their type. That's fine. Find someone who's your type. So you don't have to explain yourself or try to hide yourself to 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 fit into this box. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm gonna say there's a tool for every job in the shed, man. Every every hammer, every nail needs a hammer, every screw needs a screwdriver. You're like a grandpa so, that just has all these like random Very quotable. <laughs> like Drake. Yeah. Basically Drake of this podcast shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> Honestly. But like, I mean, it, it, you know, it's like I have to remind, I tell myself that all the time. And it's like, it's, I've made progress. Obviously, there's still work to do and I'm still figuring out what those tools are to help me like overcome this body shame. Because listen, even if I lost the weight and I became, I went to, to my dream weight the reality is, is that we are women and our bodies fluctuate. We're going to have kids as we get older. Things, gravity hits. Like, that's just the reality. So even before you hit your your weight goal or whatever it is, like, it's all this mental shit that you have to, like, work on, you know? And a lot of it sucks because it's not our fault. It's from the the our family members and, like, certain cultures. If you're Filipino like me, like... Shit, if you're over 100 pounds, you fat. And, like, it's the beauty standards, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's social media. We're seeing all these things, like, what beauty looks like. And if it doesn't look like you, you think you're not good enough. That's not – fuck that shit. So it's, like, this mental thing that we have to, like, fight each and every single one of us. There's not one woman I don't know that doesn't battle with that. We have all battled with it to try to – Even those women that, that are part of the standard, the 1% that is the standard? Even they struggle look at, with the shit. Look at the Kardashians. That's why they have image. so many. That's why they have so much fucking plastic surgery done. Because yes, they're the one creating the beauty standards, but at the same time, they can't even keep up with their beauty standards. Mm-hmm. So they gotta pay for it. Because no one is ever good enough for these like 
un, like uh, they're unreachable beauty standards. Yeah. So you're just like you got one body, you got like just embrace what you got and just have to like fight that like met that stigma that stigma that we're told that we're not good enough that we don't look a certain way or whatever it is like we mm -hmm. all have to fight that and so it's it's a battle every single day unfortunately but i think you know that's why uplifting each other makes you know is is, is really important to not shame people for being fat or being too skinny or whatever it is like don't say those things and sorry, I'm going off. <laughs> I just feel really passionate about this. Not for you. And also one thing that's like helped me is once I stopped judging other people for the way that they looked, I was better at not judging myself. Because mm -hmm. like, I mean, I'm, I'm ashamed that I used to be like, oh, that person's fat or whatever. Because it's like, that's what we're, that we're we don't know it's any better. It's how you're how you programmed, yeah. Right. And so when I realized that like, that I was just so insecure, I purposely made it intentional to really stop looking at others and like basing my opinions or like just looking at like their body type or whatever and just like judging them for it or making them think they're whatever. So it's just, I don't know, like I feel like because when we judge at the people is really a projection of ourselves. So I really just try to like give out positivity and not look at people a certain way. That way, it could help me not look at myself a certain way. Yeah. So, all right. Anyways, you again. <laughs> no, all your I turn. Add, no, because like I said, you were passionate. That's why I was letting. You, I was just you know letting you riff and listening. Um, all I'm gonna say is, man, got to be two something if you're trying to do something. <laughs> shit, you need to be two something if you're even trying to do something. And see, like, because that's you like that. That's your type. Maybe mm -hmm. not every man agrees with that, but there's Put a it lot. On me. But there's a lot of men who agree with you. So, like, you just got to find your people and, like... Skinny and bodies sometimes during sex can be boring, and I'm not shaming skinny girls. I'm just saying, sometimes they can be boring. Just it's just no, not for you. Ain't no extra motion. I like the extra motion. <laughs> I mean, my boyfriend told me. He likes when, like... I like reverberations. He likes my, like, shit just, like, hanging... Like, he, like, wants to see the fat. You know what I mean? Like, he likes it. And, like, it's just... And it's fine. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's it takes time, and I've been through that too where i wouldn't even take my shirt off during sex with guys because i was embarrassed i like and i look back and i'm like bitch you were like 120 like you know what i mean <laughs> like you were like so small like why mm. are you what you mm. know and so it's um I, I mean i'm still working on it perceptions everything man yeah. yeah and yeah i just um i love you you're beautiful i think just putting yourself out there like could help overcome like that fear like i know that like you should just like look out for validation from people but like i might say something that's controversial like to a certain extent it helped me yeah. you know because when i lived in santa clarita and valencia it's like predominantly white mainly white culture it's mm -hmm. the suburbs mm -hmm. and of course, like just even if you think of like the times we were in early two thousands, you know we, we liked the Amber Crombie Hollister skinny blonde dude, dude like the skinny blonde blue eye like that was the beauty standard. You had to be tiny as fuck. We had to look like Paris Hilton, and so I always felt Ew. like that was the beauty standard in the area that I was in. And then when Tinder came about, <laughs> I sound so old by saying that. When Tinder happened, because I, I, was, I was like one of the first people on Tinder. Like, that's how old I was. First celebrity I on Tinder, like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yes. Like, Snoop Dogg I was one of the very first few on Tinder. Um, but of course, I was starting to meet people outside of my valley because I was so used to like dating within the valley. So when I started meeting people and going out there, I realized like, because they were like really into like my body type, like they loved it. And I was like, oh shit. Find your crowd, I guess. Right. And so, Find yeah. your crowd. Like, just go outside your circle, maybe. Like, maybe if you're in your bubble, like, look out and, like, just explore. Like, try something you never, like, just go out there. You never know. And you never, like. And this is New and York. And it helps me. And, and it's and New York City. York. Somebody, somebody, it get cold up there. Somebody want your thick ass. <laughs> somebody want that thickness in the winter. And beyond, and beyond the winter. There you go. Somebody want you. Stop playing. Them niggas wear boots in the summer. <laughs> Ten boots in the summer. Somebody, somebody over there that can lift your ass up <laughs> and not think twice. <laughs> no pulled muscles. Yeah. No, no dropping you. No hurt backs. They got you. Just whoop. 
They to love the bedroom you for you. Put your socks. It's okay. It's probably not because your thickness is what. Oh, matter of fact, you saw uh, what's his name? Party was bouncing Megan ass at that party the other night, and she's a self-proclaimed one sixty, one seventy girl. Wait, so, Megan is South. Megan? Yeah, she yeah. is not one sixty. Yeah, she said she said it herself. Yeah, she okay. Said it herself, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like she's more than I feel like she's. It's really thick. not two hundred pounds. Really not a lot of weight, man. If you ain't a soft breed, <laughs> if you ain't one of the men cut from that soft cloth. <laughs> You know? Okay. Next email. Pick that girl up. <laughs> Advice to the men. Pick your girl up. She like that shit. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, what? No head. I saw one of these joints. And, no yo, her head. emails. Y'all got her emails looking fucking crazy. <laughs> it's just ain't just ain't no head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We will read that one since you called that one out. In the short. Perfect. Wait, did you? I'll oh, read it. I'll okay. read it because I called it out. Yeah. It's all you. It's your choice. No head. <laughs> okay, so I started dating this guy a few months ago. I don't know why I'm giving you this accent. So I started dating this <laughs> she's guy. She's from few... LA too. Oh so yeah. She really oh yeah. She's from LA. Yeah. So I started dating this guy a few months ago. He was really sweet and attractive. Definitely not my type, but it seems to be working out really well. The first, the first Wait, we had I'm sex was really amazing. What? The first we had sex was amazing. I'm gonna just read how she wrote him. He was one of the best sized dicks I ever seen. Had sex was so amazing. You got your fucking spelling all fucked up with the dick. <laughs> your grammar. Now, for me, the whole experience. Stop! It's really good, though, right? The whole experience of sex included oral sex. Well, that's what I'm used to. <laughs> this guy will not and has not let me give him a blowjob. He is the first man to not let me do it. Notice I lost the accent because this is fucking me up. <laughs> Like, he won't even let me go anywhere close to it. Wait, did she really give him head already? No, she said this guy will not, like will not, and has not let me. Okay. Wow. Like, he won't even let me go anywhere close to it. To me, this is weird. No, y'all say it. Weird. I didn't pressure him to do it, but it's been messing with my head. I actually <laughs> enjoy giving a man a blowjob, especially when I really like him. Am I thinking too much into this? It's so frustrating. <laughs> I asked why... <laughs> Why Why he wouldn't let me? He said he tried it once and didn't like it. Once! All caps. Once! She did. She did do all caps. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Am I overthinking this? I've dated a man like this. You go first. <laughs> um, You got a dick. So I, you can only explain for the dicks. Um, He might have got, that first time might have been like tragic. Like, he might have scars. Trauma. Yeah, like, real... He might have real-life trauma from that experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, Can you get me more wine? That's the only thing I could think of. Is, like... Is he's had real-life real trauma. Like, more than you can imagine. <laughs> oh, it's a bore. Sorry, I should have just done it myself. You were in the middle of talking, and I'm like... Come on, Juan. Good to you. Yeah, man. Um, otherwise, I mean, yeah, he kind of explains. It's not like it's some huge mystery. He explained to it, man, look, I got here once. I did not like it. Shorty must have, like, bit his shit or something. Like, hard. Like, drew blood. Like, that's all There's I can trauma. think of. Like, we, like. It exists. We, we it exists. all have experienced, I mean, not, uh, hopefully not all of us, but a lot of us have experienced, a lot of us could relate. We experienced, like, trauma with sex. Some sort of trauma. Yeah, some sort right. of fucked up experience. And this man is capable of receiving even his own sex trauma. So I actually dated a guy, Charles, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and his dick was good. He mm -hmm. fucked. It was great. We had a lot of sex. But he didn't like He specifically, because I wanted to give him head. He gave me head all the time, and I wanted to give him head. But he was like, like I actually don't like head. Like, mm -hmm. I just, I've had it before, and I just, every time I've had it, it just wasn't good. It, like, he doesn't, he just, you know. And so I respected that. Obviously, I wasn't going to force him to, like, shove his Let me suck your dick. Right. <laughs> like, down. he wasn't comfortable with this it. This is but, a dick up. But he expressed, like, he just, he, he has had a bad experience. It's just been kind of, like, weird about it. So I just respected that and mm -hmm. just, like, we did everything else, and it was fine. So, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. Um... He's more than capable of having some sort of trauma, and he's expressing that to you. And I just think that, you know, his body, his choice, we've just got to respect it. Have you said please? <laughs> <laughs> you 
So like no, it doesn't make it. We- I think we're all like thinking like, oh, if you got a dick, you're just gonna want head. And you know what? This this is what this is what I always talk about too. Hear what your man is saying. Don't replace it with what you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? I always say that. Like that's true. A lot of conversations, especially with straight women, I don't know why y'all think y'all know what the dick wants or how a man thinks. You think you do, but we're people. We're complex. We're faceted, even if we don't know it. Now, right. I'm the type who knows it is and is aware and articulate enough to speak on it and express it in so many degrees and levels. Um, but I'll be I'll I'll share with you in this general statement that yeah, most men won't be that aware of that it is trauma or that it is uh something that they What's the word I'm looking for? Something that they haven't unpacked. You know, right. they won't be they won't be as aware of it, but they have it. They have facets. They have sides. They have things. You know, things to them. So don't ever think because I always hear men are just men are simple. Men are easy. Just and most most of them are to a degree, but they're probably simple and easy. You're human. They're probably simple and easy because they're eating a lot of shit that they're never going to talk to you about. Right, and also I think there's always, like, he probably has a lot of shame in the fact that, like, he, like, doesn't want head. Because whatever... He might think it's weird, yeah. He he might find it weird himself. Right, because, like, obviously he dealt with something and he wasn't, like, happy with it. And, like, I'm sure as a man that kind of fucks with his ego a little bit because he's just kind of like, I'm a man, aren't I supposed to like this shit? But it's like, nah, like... Whatever your gender, whatever body parts you have, like, you are okay. Like, if you've experienced trauma or you've just experienced something and you're like, wait, I'm not really into it, like, that's fine. Like, fuck what society thinks. And so, like, you know, I think even for you and your aspect, like, I think we also need to realize as someone who's, like, dealing with someone who has that kind of trauma, like, just realize, like, okay, respect it. Don't force it, you know, and, like, don't think it's about you. Like, it's nothing personal. And, like, don't shame him for feeling the way that he feels just because he's a man and he's supposed to want head. You know, like, it sucks that we have to, like, think that way. Like, wait, you don't want it? Where is that rule even written? Right. (laughs) But it's just, like, y'all have to, like, men, like, it it sucks. Like, you're, I mean, you're expected to, like, want to, you know. All the time. Right, all the time. And it's just, like, y'all are also complex creatures, you know. And so, like, you could experience trauma. And so, and you, you know, whatever. But, but yeah. if you if you're just dying to to get him out of his show, I guess just go slow. Just be and, there for him if you and talk to him. him. Talk to him about that past experience and ask him. It may be gruesome for you as a girlfriend or a hookup to hear, but ask him exactly what the fuck went wrong and email us back about it. <laughs> <laughs> Or I just all think, will stay anonymous. Don't, like, worry. Like, don't worry. I just think creating a space for him to like to to feel comfortable enough to talk about it. You know, like it's so hard for men to be emotional, and like us women, like if we're dating men, like we like create a space for them to feel vulnerable. You know, and like if if he wants to, he'll talk about it. Yeah. Can't force it. Yeah, just yeah, can't force it. But he'll get that head if you give him bomb head. He'll he'll take yeah. that head. But you got to prove somehow before you even give the head that the head gonna be bomb. I don't know how to do that, but you, <laughs> Detective Sherlock Holmes. I mean, I mentioned it out. before. Like, I I need a, a sense of like safety when I have sex with someone. You know, like that's why it was so hard for me to just like go out there and have sex because, like, it was I really needed that safety because. Honestly, same. Yeah, yeah, like the trauma or like the way that I was brought up, like just, you know, like that's just what I needed. Mm -hmm. So I think like he seems like he's that person, too, where he needs to feel safe with you or whomever he decides to eventually give him head. You know, like it's just. It's fine. That girl must have like chewed his dick with her molars. (laughs) Like I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck went down. Yeah, or it could have just been like a forced thing that he didn't he didn't want. It wasn't consensual. Yeah, maybe and then so, so it kind of left a little like uncomfortable, like a triggering thing. You know, like mm-hmm. it could be anything, and it's mm-hmm. just like he's clearly still processing it. So just respecting that, and also creating a space if you did want to know and you did want to grow into that, creating a space where he feels comfortable and safe. That's the like I'm gonna say safe a million times in every every episode. 
but safe safety key. is the key. So yeah. just create that for him. Yeah. Yeah. Another question. Let's do another one. Let's do it. Okay. This one says, Is this formatted? I? It's like a poem. It's kind of formatted. Like a poem. She probably wrote it in her notes. Yeah. That's probably the real reason. <laughs> she probably listened to your directions because you've said these to format it. Oh, I have. Yeah, so this is what she did. Um, she's the subject line is, Am I wrong? Dun we'll dun dun. Dun dun dun. We'll find out. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking anime character. <laughs> she says, Hello there. I'm new at the podcast. Saw it on TikTok. Now I can't stop watching and listening to it. <gasps> Shout outs to you. Shout outs to Tiki Talk's algorithm. Hey. I currently have a video that's currently at 9 million and at 1 million likes. So shout out to TikTok. Also, I won't read the comments because I'm sure there's probably some shit. We're talking about TikTok, so. (laughs) (laughs) Only the YouTube people can see that. The audio people are like, what? what, what?" Oh, I did the two fingers to my vein from TikTok for the audio listeners. All right. So my issue is this one. Yes. Clearly. Uh, Clearly. Yeah. My boyfriend from a... What? (laughs) Just read it how it says it. I don't even know how to read it. From a year just had a... From a year? Mm -hmm. (laughs) From a year just had a... (laughs) My boyfriend from just a year had a birthday, and this is the second one we spent together. He always says how his B-Day is just another day, and he never felt special about it. Aw. Aw. So since I'm with him, I'm trying to make it special. Last year, we stayed at a hotel for five days since he was on vacation. The day of his birthday, I surprised him, dressed him up, balloons, and all of that, and I stayed with him every night if the stay. Yeah, hey. She, that's what she that's what she typed. Um <laughs> that made sense, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I'm following the story at least. Me too. Yeah. I'm following. This year he turned 30, so I wanted to make it even more special. So I rented an Airbnb. The place was so nice and cozy, just to his taste. Bought balloons, cake, took him out to eat, shopping. At the end of the night, got drinks, and we stayed up singing and dancing. It was fun. So pretty awesome birthday. Yeah. Two days after his birthday, we were on the phone while he was shopping and I was at work. So here he's at, I hear that he's at the register paying for what he bought. The cashier asked for his birthday for the membership discount or some stuff. So she's like, happy belated. What did you do for your birthday? So he said, oh, nothing special. Went out to eat. What? Nothing special. I Ungrateful. Sw- I swear. When I heard that... Felt a pain on my chest. Ooh, I know that feeling, girl. I know that. When he left the store, he was like, oh, did you hear her hitting on me? I told him that the only thing I heard was how his birthday wasn't special. Yeah, bitch. I would have fucking fucked that shit up. I swear to God, I would have pissed. Especially if you spent all that time and money. And you're going to tell him, bitch. Sorry, she didn't write this. This is me. (laughs) Me telling Brian if you ever fucks up. (laughs) Oh shit! <laughs> he just—he's somewhere watching this episode, and he just felt those eyes physically in his heart. He was like, "Oh, like fuck. you go tell some bitch it wasn't special, and I—I I went out the way and got an Airbnb for you. A really nice one, just to his taste, by the right. way. Right. <laughs> Anyways, I'm—I I feel her pain. I don't know why I'm triggered. We'll unpack that later. Um, He got upset and told me that he meant that he didn't do anything crazy, like going to a private island or something like that. I was just mad. (laughs) I spent $1,000 on his B-Day for him to to say a random girl it wasn't special. Am I wrong to be mad? No, bitch. You ain't wrong. He always says I take things to heart. I'm drained. No, I'm gonna give you some perspective. You're not. Is it over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't want to cut her off. Yeah. Um, for perspective, he may have one of those childhoods where nothing was ever good enough, and has and he's 
inherited that. And so he doesn't even, I'm not trying to give him an excuse here because it's still a very ungrateful fucking thing to do and say. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to think of where it could have come from unconsciously. I always try to think that first. Like, wh- why is this this person's natural reaction to being put in this situation? Like me reacting to this. <laughs> exactly. She couldn't help it. It was a natural reaction. So why the natural reaction is what I'm always asking myself. Like, what is at the core of this reaction, not what is at the base of the filter? What kind of filter is it being pushed through? Because I know, like, to put... Like, why people say, why didn't Chris Rock duck or block or anything like that? Right. Because in that space is not your natural inclination to think you're going to be slapped. Right. Like, and so in this, you think a person's natural inclination would be to be fucking grateful. Because I done spent commas on birthdays, too. And Lord knows if she ever stopped talking about that trip, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> so, so, I get it, dog. Um... I'm just trying to say before you get inflamed, I don't know how old the message is. They might have already squashed this. But if you're going through something like this where you feel slighted after putting so much effort into a relationship, how old is it? May 15th. Oh, yeah, this recent. This perfect. Right. Well, um, I don't ain't know. Ain't no telling when it's going to get posted. Right. Yeah, ain't no telling. So. But just know we read it shortly after. Keep watching. That's the key. Right. That's, that's the real key. Um, but, yeah, for anybody out there that feels like their significant other might be uh, or is or is being ungrateful for some huge effort you made you gotta you do gotta ask yourself to to avoid a big old fight gotta ask yourself why like what happened to you that you don't that you don't nothing's good enough and that's not the way to ask obviously but there needs to be a conversation had for sure um but yeah that's some bullshit man no you're not crazy that's some bullshit right I'd be and that girl was not flirting with your corny ass so, I don't know right. that man. I don't know him. I'm just assuming that him thinking the cashier flirting. She was probably just doing her job and being nice. Being, yeah, being nice and being cute. They make them girls, they hire the cute girls to get your ass in there thinking they flirting with you. That's they not. Literally. I work not. retail. Yeah, I've right. They're not. Yeah. She didn't she didn't tell people happy birthday and shit. She right. wasn't flirting with them. Right, Steph? No, she wasn't. There's been so many times where like I was asking about you, your experience as a retail girl. You told somebody, you saw somebody ID and was like, oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Like I I'd be or like I just be extra nice because like You gonna go to his girlfriend talking about Oh, you saw she was flirting with me? Why was, what am I supposed to celebrate with that with you as your girlfriend? Right. Like Oof. what what <laughs> was she really flirting with you or was she just being nice? Like there's a difference. Like sometimes even before, like if I was being really nice to someone, people really took it as like or they, the guys would really take it as like, oh, like you're flirting with me. And I'm like, no, I'm just a really friendly person. And like I don't, I, I'm not trying to like I'm not saying anything that's like, you know, what I mean, I'm just, I'm just very friendly, and it's I'm, I'm but like, not Sir, friendly. I asked you which way is Third Street, right? Like I just <laughs> said, Happy Birthday. That's a nice thing to say, and so apparently that could come off as very flirty. Of course, like there's probably more dialogue maybe that happened that we are not aware of. Maybe so. But um, based off of that, that cashier was not flirting. And, but that, that's not even a question. I just think that like, you're not crazy for thinking that. Mm. And, but also because are you maybe insecure in the relationship? Because if you were secure and like, wouldn't think that he would like do something a little shady, like maybe you wouldn't have taken that to heart. Yeah. It's the ungrateful part too, though. Right. That's, that's big. Yeah, that's true. I would because no one pissed. likes no one likes to feel unappreciated. That's true. Because if Brian was like, if someone asked Brian like, "What you do for your birthday?" He's like, "Oh, nothing crazy. Just went well, out to eat." I'd be like, "I didn't. I just I put I in scheduled work. a whole week." Right. She said a five day vacation. Like Shoot. I put in work. I paid my hard working money for you to have a great time, and you just gonna say that it was nothing crazy. You just went out to eat. What do you want to do? Fucking die? What the fuck did you want to do for your birthday? Also, I'm going to play devil's advocate. There's some people who are like introverts in a sense where like they don't really like small talk like that. So they'll just kind of shut it down and be like, oh, nothing crazy. There is that. Yeah. You know, and like he probably maybe just didn't really want to like elaborate on like what he did. Like, for instance, like if he... Was saying that to like a family member or a friend. Might break it down more. 
that would have been like, yo, really? You're going to like fucking lie about that? But it's just like some cashier person that like it's just a transactional conversation, literally. He might also know that you uh, that you going to get off in his ass if he if he over there chit chatting with her ass for real anyway. So, right. Yeah, that's true. Again, like, not making might, excuses, but just playing devil's advocate because, you know, your man better than we do. I'm trying to figure out. the So, route. like, what yeah. kind of fits the personality of your dude? Maybe mm-hmm. you don't trust him and he would like do some like shady shit like that. And you've maybe you've felt like he's been ungrateful and this was just like a reason to bring it up. That that could be a thing. Or was it just a moment and maybe like, you know, you're just feeling really sensitive or or he just like that hurt, you know, he just didn't really want to like have a conversation and small talk or whatever. It, it could be yeah. anything. Yeah. You know you and him more than we do. We're just People on a podcast. Every time me and Steph get on this camera, we always talk about communication, man. Got to talk to him. Yeah. Got to talk to him. That is our our tying theme, I think, Steph. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that a toast for me? Okay. I need some Is there more? Okay. Ow, I just hit my toe. I feel sorry for the table. Let me start. You want more? Sure. Some. <laughs> some. Some. Do you remember when you said that? Mm-hmm. Some. some. Oh, I had the last jack. That I'm was selfish. I think that was the waiter at Top of the World in Vegas. I had asked uh my woman. I had asked my woman to be my woman up there. It was a whole scene. Quake, can I just say something? You've been on this show for fucking years. <laughs> Why can't you remember to stay on the mic? You be leading back like, yeah, man, I was in the top of the world with my woman. It's because, <laughs> it's like, because dude, when, it's like, what? No, I'll tell right you here. why, I'll tell you why. It's because really every experience I've had on camera and on mics, yeah. I was either lapel mic'd in a classic theater, like amphitheater, or was like, had choreography in front of a mic. So like, my, I have... You got to think I have damn near 30 years of experience of not having to sit I in get front it. of a mic. But you've, you've done like my experience. Yeah, my experience with also, a mic and camera but you also have is five always years, in motion. But you also have five, or I don't even know how long you've been on this show. You also have a few years of experience being on this podcast. Yeah, very true. Very true. <laughs> like, that's also. But you know what? I always say this. I always say this. You just be kicking back. I don't even feel like you want the pod. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. Is One, I be kicked back because it's family. But two, we yeah. Family when it comes like times, when it comes time for camera and and lights and mic, I think I get too comfortable from having done it all my days. Right. So, um, that's my fault. I should be better. <laughs> I will be better for you, <laughs> broke you. girl therapy nation. Thank Vote you. Steph for president. Because I swear, like you be talking over the camera. Talking about like, I'm the worst, man. I'm like, I'm no. the worst. I'm the worst. I know. Maybe you know what you need to do. What? Maybe we'll just have you wear headphones. Uh, give me a gaming headset. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we, we gotta record sense. another episode. <laughs> Over the ears with the mic that comes down. Give me one of those. Nah. Oh, maybe for fun, like Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, the like the in ear monitors, the little like. No, the she stage? always had like those things and like the mic that like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Britney Spears. About, That's yeah, the '90s, yeah, yeah. baby. That's how yeah, you perform. That's Britney. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, any last words? Um, <laughs> trust in the process. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Panda Express fortune cookie shit real fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know y'all like Panda Express, so I give y'all these Panda Express quotes. Okay. Trust the process, homie. <laughs> Nah, but for real, um, I just want to reiterate that yo, 160 and 180 homegirls are actually too small, and 200 is the minimum. Step your thicky thick up. Oh, embrace your thickness already. Embrace your thicky thick so that man can embrace your thicky thick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we out here, baby. You mid-sized queen, ho. Yeah, we ain't got a hoe. For real. Well, actually, maybe you a hoe. That's fine. You for mid-sized. Real, for real. All right, plug yourself. We had another episode to do. At Sunday Morning Sounds, at SMS underscore Quay. Um, you can yeah. find me a lot of places under either one of those names. So honestly, if you just want to go on a journey, just go to a random social media site and type in either one of those and see if I <laughs> pop up. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs>
plugged. If you find me, plugged. you find me. Yeah. Plugged. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokertherapy.com. Literally, all that shit is there. You guys could send me more stories. That's how I read these stories, is if you send them through the website. If you, I feel like I should say that early in the episodes, but I feel like if you mm. made it this far and you hear that that's just how you do it, then you a real motherfucking one, and I want to read your story. Yeah, this message is only for the people who make it to right. the 56th you, minute. Right. If you make it to this last minute and you hear this is how you send your stories, you a real one. I want to read your stories. So, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.